0: Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church. Bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli.
1: We titled, Prophecy Matches On. You will remember the things that we ended with. That the events that are occurring in time. Your response to those events will determine who you are separating unto. Either unto Christ as your head, waiting for his return, or the Antichrist. And this morning, I thank God for the things that have been spoken in prayers, the things that have been altered in song, because I earnestly pray that every one of you will truly open your hearts to the word of God. The three pastors who prayed here at the end of the service on Sunday, the prayers summarized on two major points. If any one of you is mindful or was mindful of the things that were said, I'd like for you to just remind us, the prayer sessions that we had, they had here focused on two central points. Number one, does anyone remember? Because those prayers were focused, they were targeted, and utterances were made in the spirit of the Lord that anyone who truly has a heart for God, or has a passion and who understands it that have been altered, would have taken to heart. But if there is no one who remembers or nobody that ever takes note of those things, then I lay it to your charge. I truly lay it to your charge because I don't know what values you put upon the things that God speaks in this place. But God forbid that we'll say things that will walk to your disadvantage other than to admonish you, take seriously Every word that utters. First, Pastor Tox said something about a renewed promise of God in relation to prospering his people. How many remember what he said? Now that I've given you a clue. Still nobody. Nobody. Amazing. Pastor I
0: mentioned that
1: God is going to prosper His people again in these times. I spoke of the fact that phones, you know that, okay, is certainly going to bless. I said this year. You are remembering now, eh? You remember? Okay, what do you you remember? I said, God is going to make many millionaires this year. But for what reasons? Thank you, Pastor. It took that much for you guys to remember. There is something that you are throwing away. The things that will turn your lives around are the things that you trample underfoot. The they are the things that you trifle with. Thank God for the words that He spoke. It is the knowledge of the Word of God, its application in your lives, that brings about the power that makes things to happen. Maybe we are not the prophets that you see on the outside. But we speak the things that we know. There was a second thing that was central in the things that, were, that, were, that was prayed for here. What was the second one? Does anybody remember? Israel. And in what context was Israel remembered? Out of two God spoke essentially concerning a global ministry with specific focus to a starting place I am amazed at you even those of you who are closest to us we ask questions concerning things that you have heard you are as blank as a people that have nothing upstairs and I'm not apologetic this morning because it acts my heart. Not because of the knowledge, but because you are throwing away the things that can change your lives. What does it take? In the evening before you sleep to just revise the things that you have heard. They are the things that you pray upon. They are the things that you hold to before God and say lord you said this i appropriate this lord you said this i appropriate this but once you go he's gone we've marked the register today i came to church oh by jove the things that are going to separate are already at work and i can tell you my conscience is clear in and out day and night when you are sleeping when you are having fun we are up at night, in the middle of the night, crying for you. But, may God help you. Let's start this morning. I'm going to be challenging you deeply. Deeply in a lot of things this morning. Because I'm speaking out of definitive persuasion from God. On some of the things I'm going to be declaring. Second Samuel. Chapter 7. I'm gonna ask you questions so that you don't you you breathe on it, think about it. Because out of this, I want to prepare you. Some of you will attend to it, some of you will not. It's just plain. That's the way life is. Some will attend to it, some will not. It won't be because you didn't hear. That scripture said. And it came to pass. And it came to pass.
0: When the king sat in his house.
1: When the king sat in his house...
0: And the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies... And the
1: Lord had given him rest round about from all his
0: enemies... That the king said unto Nathan the prophet...
1: And the king said unto Nathan the prophet... Stop. Just look at that scripture. Think about it. And I don't want an answer from you because I have taught you. Some of you, for the most of the people here... There are two things that come out of that scripture. Verse 1. I'm still focusing on verse 1, please. God had given him rest from all his enemies. And he sat in his house. And who was with him? Verse 2. That the king said unto Nathan the prophet, Mm. See now,
0: I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains."
1: Thank you. Let's just pause there for a minute. What two things? What two things? What two things pop at you out of that scripture? Yes. Hmm. The promise of God making millionaires is not new for this assembly. Yes, is it? No, sir. No. But God renewed it. And the reason of renewal, and the reason why some will never attend to it, I want to show you. Because your attitudes, this morning we are going to dig deep in a number of things. Some of you will hate me forever. But I'll say it all the same. Because I've agonized over this. How long are we going to just. We'll be painting this thing all around. When you get to the place of comfort. Because this man had rest. He said all the enemies were quiet, God had given him rest from all his enemies thing that you think you want in life you have gotten it what do you surround yourself with at that point
0: pleasure. Pleasure. Pleasure.
1: pleasure answer it in your heart but you can see the answer right there because I asked myself where was Nathan did he have to send for him where was Nathan Nathan was in his house. In all that you have gotten and you think you have arrived, all that you think you have in your life or you are aspiring to, what do you surround yourself with? Pleasure, like some of you said. Being in the midst of those that will make you feel like something. But here we are seeing that you need to take note of because you say the spirit of David will arise again at this end of time. But the spirit of David understood where the place of his strength was. He knew what mattered the most in his life. You like to be counted as being among the Joneses. But this man who had all the rest, he had a kingdom and people around him were under his feet. Surrounding him was who? The things of God. But much more than that, when you are okay, when you have it all, what's in your thinking? What's in your thoughts? The next holiday? Nothing wrong with holidays. The next fine stuff? The next clothing in town? The next thing that makes you feel like you are somebody. What was in the thought of this man?
0: The things of God.
1: Talk to me, people. What was in his thought? The
0: things of God.
1: It was God. The day, like Pastor Delia has always said, the thing that you think about the most that's your God. That's your idol. Many of you have been sitting under this ministration for years. God changed your lives. Changed your status. Turn things around for you. What is your life patterned after the things that I'm showing you here? And that's why many of you will never attain to the promise that God has given. Because you don't know what it takes to retain the blessings of God. I don't hate you. If I did, <laughs> the amount of labors that we put in, we wouldn't do that. But my heart aches. Because the more the world, the more it's taught, the more you are surrounded, the more it looks like you just want to go in your own direction. No one cares for what you said. It's just important for me, I came to church. I have asked people close to me, What was the last announcement that was made there in church? Faith. They don't even remember. I'm laying a foundation going somewhere this morning. And please you will pardon me if it takes a little bit of time. Ah. The blessings of God. Because by the time you get to the things that happen here. Go on. Verse 3. The covenant of David had its origin in here in a man that had God as primary in his thoughts. Even the prophet said, go and do as it is in your heart. And then the prophet went away. God then said to him, go back and speak to this man. You are not going to build me a house but a covenant I'm establishing with you. How did it trigger in the heart of God? Something pulls. Something pulls. Something pulls. And if you don't understand the secret of it, because too many of you are sold to things which are contrary, and that's why I said I bless God. (laughs) God already laid a pattern for the service this morning. I didn't see the movie. I only came in at the point of the prayers. But as the prayers were going on... The things that I had shuddered and I was afraid... I was even saying to pastor... How do you tell this to people like this? But I'll tell it all the same. Go
0: on, please. Verse 3. Verse three. And Nathan said to the king... Yes. Go do all that is in thy heart... Mm. For the Lord is with thee. Yes. And it came to pass that night... That the word of the Lord came unto Nathan saying... Go and tell my servant David... Hmm. Thus says the Lord, Shall thou build me an house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have worked in a tent and in a tabernacle. 7. In all the places wherein I have worked with all the children of Israel, speak I a word with any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying... Why build thee not me and house of Cedar? Now therefore, so shall thou say unto my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheepfold, from following the sheep, to be ruler, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee, whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thy enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of great men that are in the earth. Ten. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people, Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more, as before time. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people, Israel, I have caused thee to rest from all thy
1: enemies. Also the Lord telleth thee that Also the Lord telleth thee. thee. Did David ask for this?
0: No, not at all.
1: Did David, did David ask for it? No. No. I'll build you a house. And he wasn't speaking about a physical house. Said, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I shall establish his kingdom. He shall build an house for me, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom until you die forever. Something pulls. Something pulls. Do you have what it takes to pull out of the heart of God? Let's not kid ourselves. Let's not kid ourselves. You look at this man oh, he's thriving, he's doing this and doing that. There are some who are thriving because they understand what it takes to pull out of the heart of God. But these things, until you make up your mind to follow after his steps, understanding who he is, what it takes to be in the heart of God, understanding his heartbeat, you will never attain unto it. You can say as many amens as you want to the promise that God has given, it will never come your way. But we're charging you with these things so that you begin to take this seriously, because the things that will separate the people are upon us. That's where we are going this morning. In your own time, you can take the counterpart scripture in First Chronicles chapter 17, one to seven. But I don't want to take that time because there's much, so much more we want to say. Revelation chapter three. While he was ministering on, on Friday night. And I I just thank God for the way in which he does things. Some things spoken in private that he brings to the open. Perchance those who are there will be able to discern what the spirit of God is saying. In verse 17, he began to speak concerning the spirit of the Laodicean age. Because thou
0: sayest, I am rich and increased with goods, I have need of nothing. You
1: say, just follow with me. You are the ones who is doing what? You are saying, I am what? I am rich. I am increased with what? Goods. I have need of what? Nothing. You have come to the conclusion that all that it takes for you to, to, to function, for your life to be complete, are the physical things that I spoken about here. Amen. But I want you to understand something. There is nothing wrong. God does make people rich. But those who understand the purpose and the ways of God. Understand what he began to say by the mouth of Solomon in chapter 13 of of, of Proverbs. He said, there is that 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 says what? He is rich and he really has what? Nothing. Give me that scripture. I don't want to misquote it. Proverbs 13 verse 7. I, I, I am trying to nudge you, particularly those of you who appear to be somewhat, and for those of you who are not at the place of being somewhat, upon whom the promise of God can come if your heart is truly, truly where it. Is. There there is there. Is
0: that make it That's the word rich. that I'm
1: saying. That's the word that I want. There is that does what? Maketh make himself, himself rich. You say you are rich. You say you are rich. You consider yourself to be rich. But you really have what? Nothing. And there is that not what? Maybe he's is actually rich. But this scripture says is what? He maketh himself what? Poor. And you will understand what is spoken concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Though he was rich. He made himself what? Poor that you what might be rich in other words it is possible for a man to really be rich but he worketh to make himself what poor that he may attain unto something that God has said before him you would never understand that in this place but I'm saying it to you because something is on the ground that's going to separate something is on the ground that is going to separate are you with me people? do you understand me? There is that maketh rich. Or that maketh himself rich and really has what? Nothing. But there is that maketh himself what? Poor. But he does what? Then you will understand the contraposition that Revelation chapter 3, 16 and 17 that it brings into place. And I want to, I'm still laying a foundation here. Said so, no, no, go back to verse 16, please. It said, Because thou sayest, I am rich, increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not thou that thou art wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Next verse. It says, I counsel thee to buy of me what? Gold tried in fire. Many of you said what? Gold tried in fire is a similitude for what? For faith that stands through trial, you can either have your confidence in your increased goods and riches, an amount to nothing, or you can trade them for what? Faith for the true faith of the living God. I, 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 I pray to God that Lord, I can, can you help me to make these people see? When the preponderance of physical goods and so on and so forth, when they increase, the tendency is to throw away faith in God. The tendency is to throw away righteousness. The tendency is to throw away holiness. That's why he said, By of me, gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and what then? white raiment. Is God at offense for making you to have? Then understand the tendency that goes with it. If you don't deliberately plot your way to making yourself poor. And I'm not insane to make yourself poor. I pray that God will give you understanding. Because I taught you the principle that true independence comes from what? From dependence. True independence comes from dependence. The man who is increased with riches, who is increased with goods, feels he has no need to put his trust in anything other than what, what he, he has. has. Hello. Hi. Am I communicating? Yes sir. yes, sir. Do you understand? They are not answering me again. Am I speaking over your head? So that it may look like we are foolish or we are stupid or we are whatever but we are showing and throwing to your way the things that matter to God. The things that can make you to stand. The things that can make you who God wants you to be fit for his own purpose and not fit for the world. Fit for his own purpose and not fit for the world. Confidence in these things. Take away your faith. It takes away your dependence on God, causing you to fail the cardinal principle that true independence comes from being dependent on God. That's why the counsel to buy of me faith or gold tried as in fire. That's why the counsel don't let unrighteousness that comes and traces itself along, that gives so much appeal. When these things are around you and you are so conscious of them, you naturally drift into them. There is an effort to do what? To make yourself to be what? Poor.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us again on Wednesday for the concluding part of today's sermon. For more information on today's episode, please call 0803 3628 796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng